0: Many examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy.
1: Welcome to Retire 360 with your host, Dwight Mijan. Dwight is a licensed fiduciary and financial advisor who always places your needs first. Dwight works hard each day to educate Americans like you on how to reach the financial freedom they've worked so hard for, and he can help you too. So now let's start the show. Here's Dwight Mijan. Well, my, 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 how quickly
0: a week uh, comes to another close and we begin another week. Uh, My name is Dwight Mijan, I am host alongside me Mitchell Kaiser, uh, our other host, and Sam Davis, uh, always in the background there, but we'd like to keep him in the front ground here a little bit as well. Our executive producer of the Retire 360 show brought to you by 360 Capital Management. Uh, We are uh, recording this today from Southern Pines, uh, but we have listeners also in the western part of our state out in um, the Boone, Banner Out, Blowing Rock area. And of course, our listeners down here in Moore County, but we're glad that you have taken another part of your day to be with us. And I'm always uh, honored to have these gentlemen alongside of me. How has the week been going for, or I should say the week for Mitchell and Sam? How are you guys doing this morning or today? Yeah, the week has
2: been going well over here. Hi folks, this is Mitchell. Um, we have, uh, I'm just trying to stay above water here with all of this Medicare Advantage stuff. I know we'll hop into that in just a second, but i uh, got to meet a lot of our listeners uh, that have called in. Uh, we had the opportunity to uh, talk to a lot of our uh, our listeners and some people that follow us throughout our social media platforms on uh, or at our uh, event that we did this past week at the Sandhills Community College in Pinehurst. Uh, that was a great opportunity. We got to uh, come and share some uh, tips and tricks on taxes and retirement. Uh, we talked a little bit on Medicare, but it's just a great way to meet folks, so uh, still just meeting with them and uh, getting ready for our next week. If you guys are in the Boon Watagua area, uh, we're going to be coming to you guys next, uh, and I'll give you details on that just a little bit. But uh, yeah, all is good over here. How about you, Sam?
3: Things are going well. I'm here in Atlanta, Georgia. Thanks again to all of our listeners for tuning in once again. We've been really happy with the response and hearing from everybody who checks in with the show. And starting to see the fall colors really come through. I think we're about a week or so away from that peak foliage here, kind of in the Northern part of Georgia. I'm envious of you guys up there in the mountains. I was in Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge on the Tennessee side this time last year. And man, it was probably the best fall colors I've ever seen. So enjoy
0: it. Well, was Italy better, Sam, or did you rather be in the Gatlinburg side?
3: Well, I did enjoy the hills of Tuscany quite a lot, but I didn't get to see the foliage. It was still kind of uh late summer, early fall out there, but yeah, beautiful, beautiful parts of the world. And, and we've got a lot of them right here in the USA. And I think North Carolina and Vermont, the best foliage that I've seen in the United
0: States. Yeah. Well, hey, if you want that Italian food, there's a really good spot. This is not paid advertising, but one of my favorite restaurants is Lisi. Uh, some of the folks here in Moore County that have, have been there, it's as close to Italy as I can find as far as food, and certainly bread. Uh, the bread there at Lisi is uh, is fabulous. So, free plug for Lisi's today from Three Hundred and Sixty Capital Management. So, hey, maybe uh, they'll uh, maybe they'll bring us a platter next week. There you go. Hey, we'll take it. Uh, <laughs> no apologies, but hey, it's good to um, good to be with our listeners, uh, as both of you have said. Uh, glad to have some probably first-time listeners, maybe you're traveling in the car today or just uh, laying back on Saturday or Sunday whenever you're listening to this, Uh, but we're glad you've taken some time uh, to be with us. Uh, we got a great show planned today. And by the way, if you are listening, you're going to have some questions uh, that we talk about on today's show. You're going to want to get a hold of us. Uh, Our contact information, if you're in the Moore County area, is 910 area code 2350812. If you're in the Western part of the state, it's 828-278-7814. If you'd like to contact us, um, via our website, you can go to retire360show.com. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook, uh, Twitter. Uh, if you can also uh, look, I'm sorry, Instagram, we're on Instagram and Facebook. You can uh, just look at retire360. We have a YouTube channel. You can see some of our past episodes and folks we're uh, planning some great stuff for 2024 already where we're going to be doing some more teaching uh, and you can tune in and get some um, some more information on some quick uh, clippets in some topics on some topics that might be uh, near and dear to where you're at in the retirement journey. So stay tuned for more information about that but we're getting lots of requests for a little bit more specific kind of whiteboard type teaching. Um, and if it's a fit, then you can uh, decide if you want to reach out to us for s- some more specific help. But we're committed to helping you, as always, win with your money. Uh, but we also realize as, as a fiduciary firm, you, our listeners, um, need to be empowered to make wise decisions. And our job here isn't to make decisions for you. It's to um, provide you with education and resources that you can use uh, to basically go into retirement and stay in retirement um, fearless you know, about the future, Regardless of whether markets are up or whether markets are down, uh, we want you to feel comfortable with that portfolio, with your income plan, with your tax plan, with your estate and legacy plan, with your healthcare plan, and with the overall asset allocation uh, that you're in. So uh, with that, um, we are going to jump in. I'm going to just ask Mitchell, there's an important period of time here for uh, what Mitchell's dealing with at our office. Mitchell is uh, securities licensed as well, like myself, but he also... Uh, takes a unique role this time of year from October 15th to December 7th. And Mitchell, I think I mentioned to you today at lunch when we were scarfing that down over about 15 minutes, um, many times during the day, I think I bump into you, oh, maybe once or twice and we have a, a quick conversation that might last more than a minute. And that's because you're kind of a busy guy right now. So maybe you can <laughs> share with our, our listeners why you come up for air every once in a while.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, our our listeners and our clients are keeping me plenty busy uh, during annual enrollment season. For those of you that do not know, uh, it is from October 15th to December 7th, and I've had the pleasure of helping uh, many of our listeners and clients, like I said, just with their healthcare, their Advantage plans, uh, prescription drug plans. Sometimes that turns into a separate dental plan, whatever that would be. It's everything insurance. Uh, this is the time that uh, I'm, I've been helping um our folks just get acquainted to their new plans for next year. It seems like uh, I'll take a file and a person off, and as I do that, two more get set down. <laughs> you guys saw my office. It's uh, it's uh, crazy. But uh, fortunately, I do have awesome help surrounding me. Uh, I've got a great team both in our office and out of our office that have been helping me uh, not just process the uh, work and the plans and helping our clients, clients and our listeners with, uh, improving their situation, but, uh, they're also helping me investigate to see, you know, what plans are out there. What's new every year that, uh, didn't exist last year. Uh, you know, everybody asks me, uh, Mitchell, uh, I've always heard bad things about advantage plans and never to do them ever since they came out. So why is everybody talking about them now? And that is true. Uh, I think when Advantage plans first came out, I think you would even testify to this too, Dwight, that uh, people were a little skeptical, I think, one, on this new type of insurance, but also uh, the benefits that were in those plans were not near what they are now. Uh, I've heard stories where people had maximum out-of-pockets or people responsible for payments of over $20,000. I mean, if you're There's plenty of plans now that, you know, that they cap you at less than $5,000. So, I mean, things like that, uh, things, they've definitely come a long way from where they were. So I would say that if you guys have never explored an Advantage plan, it definitely is worth uh, looking into. It's not the right fit for everybody. Uh, I still do come across quite a few folks that it's best for them to be on a supplement. But I would say for the mass majority... It's definitely worth checking out. I've seen a lot of people save a lot of money.
0: Well, the other thing, Mitchell, I agree with that. I think uh, something that I've been watching since these have been out, I think it's over 20 years now. I think they came out first in 06. Uh, don't quote me on that, but it was somewhere around 06, the first Advantage plan had come out. So we're pushing 20 years since they've been in the market. It seems like the, the, the time period that's really critical for a new uh, platform for insurance, which is what this is for Medicare, uh, seems like the seven-year period—it's kind of like the seven-year itch, you know. Um, but it's kind of the same thing with these plans—they got to kind of prove themselves, and they've certainly done that. But one of the things I find rather impressive about them right now—that's getting my attention—and I'm asking Mitchell questions about it—is the fact that these plans are now starting to offer money back, regardless of your your zip code necessarily. It's still zip code related, but they're giving money back to people. And some of them are given some considerable amount of money back, loading up like you know debit cards, and it's like a like a rebate on your insurance. And what that tells me, folks, and it's been a reinforcement—we've all kind of known this. If I can just be candid here for a minute, the government absolutely stinks—that's uh, putting it mildly—at managing something, uh, healthcare, for example. They're terrible at it, and they're paying these private companies the insurance. Plans for these advantage companies—they're paying them so much a month per recipient. It's negotiated with the big companies that are out there doing it, whether it be Humana, WellCare, um, United Healthcare Group. They get so much of money per recipient enrolled in the plan, and then they manage the plan. And what that tells me is they're profitable, and uh, you know they're still going to answer to shareholders, which of course what the private sector does. But the government, there's no incentive to produce a profit, right? So these plans have gotten very competitive and we're seeing capitalism at work right now between competition. And that's what I'm noticing. So if you've been in a plan for a couple of years and you haven't had it reviewed, you're missing out. And I'm gonna just encourage you to pick up the phone. Um, Mitchell and his team do a great job. Uh, I heard Mitchell tell somebody today to stay in the plan that they were in. It's still the best one, but I would say, and I'm guessing here, Mitchell, a little bit, so you can correct me if I'm wrong. Out of five people that come to you, there's a better opportunity out there for four of them. And one of them, you're going to be telling them to stay where they're at. Is that accurate? That's kind of my own. I never even asked you this before the show. Is it accurate or is it, more, is it two to one you're telling to, or two to five to stay where they're at? I would probably say I'd tell one and maybe 15 or 20 to stay where they're
2: at. Um, and you know, you you were talking about benefits that these plans give back, which they do. Between you know Humana and AARP, those are the two biggest that I've seen Uh, give people money back to their check. However, I will say it does depend on the person and the situation because I tell people, uh, yes, there's plans that give you up to $150 added back to your social security check. That's great, right? So that plan must be for everybody. Wrong. Um, Just because that plan works uh, exponentially for somebody does not mean that that plan would work for everybody. Um, I've had situations where uh, a client had uh, a procedure done, it was a pharmaceutical company out of Arizona, and they came and they had a nurse in North Carolina come to their house to inject a prescription. And that plan was covered by a certain insurance company, but not another insurance company. So no matter how great those benefits were, it really didn't matter because uh, they needed that prescription and it wasn't covered by that plan. Likewise, uh, if you have a doctor, and it's not covered under a certain network, or if you have to see certain things for certain uh, frequencies, that all plays into the equation. So, so that's kind of my long drawn out reason of why I do believe that um, all of our folks should just be checking in and should have somebody review their stuff. And if that is something that you guys would like us to do, uh, I would be happy to uh, do that. Either me or somebody from my team, we all do it the same exact way. Uh, If that's something that you guys would like on your Medicare, you can call us in our Pinehurst office at 910-235-0812, or you could give us a call at our Boone location at 828-278-7814. One more thing before we hop into our next segment. I did also want to let our listeners know, if you're interested in coming out to our next event, that is going to be in Boone uh, on November 27th. Which is a Monday, we're going to be having that at App State University. If you guys are interested in that, we're going to have a 10 o'clock and a 1 o'clock. The classroom is to be confirmed. So if you guys are interested in that, uh, give us a call to reserve a seat. And I can't stress that enough. Do not just show up because we do uh, typically fill a room and we will not be able to, the college won't allow us to have more people than uh, we're allowed. So if you're interested in doing that, uh, give us a call at 828. 278-7814. And again, that class is going to be taxes and retirement, which is our number one class where we talk about taxes, retirement strategies, a little bit of Medicare and social security. So if you're interested in that, uh, give us a call and uh, we'll be happy to uh, meet you guys and teach you a little bit about those topics. But uh, next year, Dwight, I would uh, like to just hop into something. Uh, we, we have a lot of new listeners every week. I see we get our, our data come in and it says we average you know, 30 new listeners a week. Um, if somebody's tuning in for the first time, they may be wondering why we host this show. Um, are we hosting it for just to talk to each other, uh, to make people laugh? Uh, why is it that we do what we do?
0: Well, we like to laugh, that's for sure. But uh, money is a serious matter. As we like to say around here, money never sleeps, so uh, we need to know what our money's doing. So, the number one reason—not um, necessarily in an order here—but one of the main reasons I should say that the Retire Three Hundred and Sixty Show is on the air each week is we want to educate retirees and pre-retirees uh, by providing them basic, valuable information and insights to keep you informed on decisions and uh, that affect your financial future. So, we understand that knowledge is power. Uh, although I would say that's part of the equation, uh, I would probably lean to say that 51% uh, is the actionable part of it. Because I know a lot of folks that have a, they're, they're, they're bright, they know a lot of things, but they don't execute. They don't either stick with the plan, they don't implement a plan. Um, and going into retirement just blind and just doing the doing things the way you've always done it, or you've just saved a big bucket of money, but you're not doing tax planning uh, you're not looking at your income strategies. You're not looking at, you know, the way things could come in the future, a big tax crunch that's coming. Um, that, that could be a big mistake. So knowledge, it is power up to a certain extent, but it's what you do with that knowledge, you know, that that really matters. Knowledge isn't, you know, what you know or how much you know. It's what you do with it. So, uh, But we don't want our listeners or our clients to ever feel powerless in retirement. That's number one. Uh, this, mm-hmm. includes, this includes, too, Mitchell, staying current. Uh, you know, with latest developments, with trends, best practices in retirement planning, uh, the financial world keeps evolving, and we don't want our listeners to be left behind.
2: Yep, absolutely. And uh, I would just follow that up with: we want uh, everybody to be uh, to address the retirement challenges that you are going to face, whether you're retired or whether you're about to retire. Uh, while we also offer smart strategies and solutions to help navigate those obstacles. An example: what should you do with your 401k? Should you roll it? When should you roll it? If you want to do a Roth conversion, uh, what's the best time to do that? If you guys have never heard of Irma, that is something you definitely want to make yourself uh, aware of, especially if you are going to uh, be doing any form of a Roth conversion close to retirement uh, years. Or uh, if you're like my grandparents or many other people, you guys want to uh, also just be cautious if you're selling any type of property. And if you guys had rental income and you don't want to deal with the hassle anymore, if you're trying to just unload extra land, things like that, that will all throw off your taxes. It will increase your Medicare, uh, things like that. We want you guys to be aware of obstacles uh, and how you can overcome it and how you can avoid it.
0: Yeah. And I would say number three, Mitchell, You know, why do we host this show each week? Uh, we want to empower smart financial decision-making. Uh, we do that by sharing our knowledge and our expertise uh, as well as examples of how we're helping listeners and clients each and every week. Um, you know, we call it kind of a roadmap to retirement. And folks, I just have to say this to, to all of our listeners. I've been doing this for th- almost 31 years, a little over 30 years now. And I can tell you that the best classroom for me, the, the best teachers for me have been our listeners. And what I mean by that is I've learned a ton from some very successful people in three decades doing this show and meeting, you know, week in, week out with existing clients, with people who come, you know, in from our radio program, people who come in from our workshops, a lot of them have taught me some very good things. You know, we don't know everything. Okay. We know a lot. And, and as with any career, the longer you in it, you're in it, your knowledge should grow and your expertise should grow with time. We hope that's the case. I like to think that's the case with the time that I've been doing this, but we do run, I do run into situations where I need to consult somebody on behalf of a client. We're not ashamed to tell somebody that. If we don't have an answer, we'll tell you that and we'll get the right answer. I was just on the phone yesterday with somebody in an advanced market department um, with a company that we work with, uh, with a lot of solutions for our clients. And I was consulting with a tax attorney on a matter for an existing client. Because it kind of is one of these complicated, very uh, large net worth. And some of the things that they're trying to accomplish, um, we're starting to get a little bit above the scope of what I had done with somebody of this caliber. And I brought somebody into the picture and she is willing to get on the phone uh, with a client next time they come in, which we're going to do and uh, give us some direction. We're going to have to bring an attorney in on this as well. So uh, I learned from some of these experiences as well. But it just continues to make us sharper for the next person that comes in that has a similar situation. So that's we want to empower that smart decision-making.
2: Yep. And we also want to promote financial literacy. Uh, A lot of times, so many people feel like financial freedom is just out of their reach. And we're here to answer those questions and help you understand what you need to do in order to reach your retirement goals. Uh, We don't talk about this a whole lot, but we are members of coffee. And no, that is not the coffee that you... Uh, drink, though I am a member of that coffee as well. And I drink times a day. <laughs> he
0: drinks, he, I can vouch for that. He drinks my coffee as well, because I don't drink it, but
2: he definitely has his share. Mine, yours, and probably five other people. But uh, we are members of COFFEE, which stands for Council of Financial Educators. And what that is, is a group of people that uh, we're a part of 501c3 that educates the public on financial topics, uh, because that is at the heart of what we do. We like people to be informed. Uh, we like people to be aware. A lot of times that translates into us being able to help people, which uh, we do like to do. Uh, it's been an honor to be able to meet the people uh, in that way, but uh, we don't talk about that a whole lot, but we are members of a 401c3 or a 501c3
0: called Coffee. So if you haven't checked that out, you could look us up uh, on there as well. Yep. And just to kind of wrap up a little segment here, why we host this show every week uh, for you. Um, very simply, folks, we want to serve as your trusted guide. Right? We all need guides in certain areas uh, of our life, and we want to be a resource for you for any questions and helping you manage the complexities of preparing and thriving in retirement. You know, I think we all have a a vision of what we see our retirement looking like, and um, we just want to be a part in that to help guide people to make those dreams become a reality. And that's one of the reasons that we do it. And folks, we're just a call away. Um, if you want to. Reach out and talk to us about anything. Uh, get a hold of us. Our, our website is retire360show.com. I do want to direct you to our core values and mission statement. That is uh, something we live by, um, those values each and every week and with each and every meeting that we have. And you can also call us. If you're in Moore County, it's 910-235-0812. If you're in the Western part of the state listening, we're at 828-278-7814. Mitchell we got listeners who are saying, wait a minute. Mitchell, you skipped the quote of the week. I listened to your show, hopefully not for this reason, because we love Mitchell, we love his quotes of the week, but you got a quote of the week for our listeners.
1: And now for some financial wisdom, it's time for the quote of the week.
2: This quote of the week is brought to us by William Arthur Ward, and that is, opportunities are like sunrises. If you wait too long, you'll miss them. Uh, I wanted to just tell you real quick, because this quote reminded me of, it's probably a morbid story, um, but I always tell uh, my wife, so we live in an area called Whispering Pines in North Carolina. It's a really small village, but I swear it is home to probably 90% of the squirrels in North Carolina. There's just squirrels everywhere. There's white squirrels, black squirrels. There's squirrels that I swear they're cats. Sometimes they're just huge. I've never seen so many squirrels. Well, uh, a lot of times, I'll my wife and I'll be driving, and you'll see all these squirrels like on the road, and they'll be like jumping back and forth, like you know should they go this side of the road, this side of the road, this side of the road, and they jerk back and forth. And uh, I always tell my wife that you know that's that's the problem with indecision is when uh, you can't make a decision, you might end up squashed because that is often a lot of times what happens—they get hit because they couldn't decide which side of the road they wanted to go on. But you know, upper. I'm tying that into our quote of the week, so I think it's somewhat relevant. Uh, you need to be able to make decisions, and you can't wait too long because if you do wait too long, it will surpass you. The opportunity may be gone, or you could get run over by a car. So,
0: <laughs> thanks for that encouragement. Mitchell. Uh, <laughs> that's great. Hey, I, the, the the thing out of the quote that that got me was the opportunities word. Um, my dad, who's who's passed, uh, I think it's been 12 years now, but um, he had a quote. I think this was might have been Tom Edison, Thomas Edison. I think he had said this opportunity. Um, most people miss opportunity because it's dressed in overalls and it looks like work. Uh, I think that was one that he borrowed from, and he, he had a lot of good sayings, but he'd take them from other famous people. But I think that was Thomas Edison. Don't quote me on that, but I think that's right. And then I thought of um, missing the shots you don't take. I'll ask, I'll ask you two guys. One of you, have, Sam, you might be more of a hockey fan than Mitchell. Who said you, you miss a hundred percent of the shots that you don't take? I wouldn't
3: know that. I think that would be the greatest of all time, Wayne Gretzky.
0: Correct? You are correct, Wayne Gretzky. It's a hockey season. I'm in full. Thought. I'm betting he googled that. I'm calling him out.
3: Uh, that was pretty. That was pretty quick. And it and and I, that's not possible, <laughs> Mitchell, because I was googling to confirm. <laughs> I was googling to confirm that Thomas Edison did say that quote. Dwight, you're correct.
0: I, I just say that. That's
2: okay. Fun. I, I pulled up it. the Google right as you said that. because I was like, as soon as Sam doesn't know, I'm going to tell him. <laughs>
0: It's funny, the stuff you remember. My grandma used to say the only difference between, I don't know who said this, but she said, Dwight, the only difference between who you are today and who you're going to be five years from now are the books you read and the people that you associate with. So I don't know who said that, but that was wise. I'll, I'll just put that on my grandma, Dora. It was Dora Gruen. So maybe that was her famous line. I don't know. Sam will probably be in the background finding out if somebody said that, so he can bring us up to date. But hey, we're going to, Keep diving in here. Uh, they've enjoyed where we're at so far. We're going to dive in. We get we've been getting a lot of calls from listeners who are concerned, to say the least. I wouldn't say fearful, but there's lots of things right now. I think we'd all agree in the markets. You know, one day we see it a little bit up, and then we see it down two or three consecutive days. But at the end of the week, we see our portfolio just kind of continuing. Especially the second half of the year, we're seeing, you know, kind of. The s and has given back a lot of their gains that took place uh, you know, from the first half of the year. We've got some updates on that. Mitchell's going to give you a stat here in a minute. But just to set up this next segment, we talk a lot of, on Retire360 Show about your smart, safe money and your smart risk money. The smart risk money is the money that you invest you know, with an advisor, hopefully with a coach, with a, with a guidance person that's understanding of your risk tolerance, and then they know how to build a good asset allocation portfolio, that matches that risk. And you stay committed for the long run, making minor adjustments along the way uh, as time progresses and based on market conditions. We're going to focus a lot, folks, on today's the rest of today's show on the smart safe money, which we can say is the money that is principally protected what choices do you have? Because that's where a lot of people are at now. We had somebody call in this week and said, "Hey, I'm loaded up on cash. Where do I go with the cash?" You know, we're seeing yields coming up. You know, so we can go to money markets. We got CDs. The banks are offering some really good yields. And folks, we've seen like in this last week, if you look back so far, we've we've had the ten-year Treasury uh, eclipse five percent, and that's you know without going into the the details of some other things that come off of that. That the reason that the ten-year treasury is is so closely watched. It's probably the biggest rate that people watch in all different segments and sectors is because it determines, in many respects, the the thirty-year mortgage. It it depends on you know um, car loans. If you're going to buy a car and you're going you're going to finance the car, everything is somehow interrelated to that that ten-year treasury. So it's being watched a lot. And when that has Ticked above five percent, we're starting to see the opposite effect, uh, you know, in the market with the equities. So people are concerned about, you know, about that. So it's great if you're a long-term investor and you like bonds, that might show some promise. But it's there's some other things that we need to be talking about, and that's kind of what we're dedicating the show to. So we're going to talk about smart, safe alternatives today, okay, Uh, to bank CDs, and we're going to talk about how to protect and how to grow. Uh, to grow that money so Sam you got a stat I think you might have had it pulled up there maybe you can just say something about that real quick before Mitchell chimes in here you got a graph up there you want to say something about that
3: yeah just taking a look at the 10-year treasury rates and we're looking specifically at an index that simply tracks the 10-year. US treasury and like you said Dwight very important metric for determining a number of different things that happen in the financial world similar to how the s p 500. Isn't the end-all be-all in the financial world, but it's a thermometer, you could say, to determine how things are going on in other parts of the economy. So just looking at the 10-year treasury year to date, that is January 1 until the week of October 23rd, we're looking at
0: a 28% increase. So that is going up in a hurry. Something everybody's watching, certainly those in the investment world are watching that that 10-year um, Treasury watching it every day. Um, There's traders that watch that thing and don't have their eyes off the screen watching that. So there's a lot riding on that. Mitchell, you've got um, kind of a stat to start out with. Why don't don't we just kind of go back and forth with our listeners here and just talk to set this up a little bit?
2: Yeah. So the markets have been fairly strong uh, year to date, but uh, just an interesting statistic that we wanted to share because a lot of people are concerned about the market downturn over the past three months. So the S and P five hundred has fallen about seven point five percent since its most recent peak in July. So though you still see a lot of statistics that things are you know increasing, we have seen a significant dip in the S and P uh, since July, which that wipes out about half the gain
0: of the year, right? Well, yeah, yep, it does. It's uh, I'm going to have Sam maybe pull this up while I'm talking. Uh, Sam, you can maybe share with our listeners and pull it up here. Where's the Dow year to date uh, through this week, and where? Uh, is the S and P, and we'll just talk about a couple points behind that. But uh, you know, you likely received your third quarter account statements recently, and like so many others, you know, we know you're concerned about losing your hard-earned money due to due to heavy stock market exposure, particularly if you're there. And I know, I know a stat. I don't know where it's at today, but the first half of the year, we saw the S and P up double-digit. It was probably somewhere in the 14 percent range. But what a lot of our listeners are looking at is they're going, well, wait a minute if the s and up that much, why is my portfolio even flat or maybe even it's down? Um, well, the, what was driving a lot of growth in the S&P 500 for the first half of the year was the mega caps, the, the, these big mega companies like Google, Microsoft. Um, artificial intelligence was a, where a lot of chips were being placed, so to speak, on companies. And the S&P 500 uh, of those 500 companies only five companies accounted for about 85 percent of the growth through the first half of the year. The other 495 companies, you know, made up a very small percentage of that gain. Made up the other 15 percent. So you got a heavy, heavy tilt, and you got the S and P right now. Sam's got it pulled up, up 11 percent. So um, year to date. So that's through this week. And if you look at you know what Mitchell had just said, seven and a half percent. Um, the S&P has fallen in July. So when you look at the Dow Jones, uh, I think you'll get that up here in a minute. The Dow is, is slightly down year to date. Um, and that Dow, well, it's slightly up. It's pretty flat. year So year to date, um, it's 0.04% is what it's up. So the Dow has been flat. And again, the Dow is the 30 largest uh, companies. And that's probably more representative of the overall market of where a portfolio is. So if you're not heavy, you know, going after AI and some of the tech sector within the S&P 500, many of you are noticing just a portfolio that's flat or or down slightly, and that's really more indicative of where the market is at overall. So Mitchell, uh, we're going to keep going on this segment here, but just, just a little backdrop for where we're at so far with, you know, the two core benchmarks, I would say, two two big benchmarks that that people track or should look at.
2: Yep, and then I would just follow that up, with uh, Dwight. With it's important to protect a portion of your retirement savings as you get older, um, simply because as you age, you have less time to make up any significant losses. You guys have been—you uh, might have heard us say this before. It's a theme uh, of our office. Uh, the rule of one hundred and what that signifies is your age. So it's a hundred minus your age, but your age should represent the amount of money that you have invested in um, safe assets where your principal is protected, and then the difference between that and 100 is what you should be having in the stock market. So for example, I'm 27 years old, so that means that I should have 27% of my um, investable assets in uh, principal-protected products. And then I should have uh, the remaining uh, 73% uh, in the stock market Whereas somebody that's 70 years old should have 70% of their money in principal protected products and 30% in the stock market. The reasoning behind that is just as I said, because you've less time to make up for any significant losses. However, I will say uh, with that stat and just because of my age, because I know I'm on the younger end of uh, the investing spectrum, that I'm probably mostly in principal protected or I'm in fairly safe investments right now because- I do believe, and just from what I've seen already happen, uh, that there is a lot of volatility. Uh, I can't say that I know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. I just say that I personally waver on the side of caution. So, so me being 27, thinking that I have you know the next 40, 50, 60, 70 years at this rate um, to work, that um, I would still keep you know most of my stuff in... Uh, Fairly safe products, like you've said, Dwight. Um, there's uh, CD equivalents. I know we're going to get into that in just a little bit here, but there are other safer ways that you can invest your money and uh, do better than a CD. So I would I would tell our listeners to keep a special
0: attention to that. Well, and the other the other obvious reason here why you know we talk about smart, safe money and why it's important to protect and grow it, it as you move into retirement or those of you in retirement, you left the accumulation phase, which is building the portfolio. Now you're in this decumulation phase, which is made up of you know, income perhaps that you are using to live on in retirement or forced income coming upon you through the required minimum distribution. Um, as you start drawing down your assets to receive that income, you, know, you have to protect that money. I had somebody in the office um, just here a day ago who said to me, you know, Dwight, I got my RMD and I hate taking it now because the market's down. And he's speaking just truth that all, everybody should be paying attention to is his distribution requirement was calculated off of last year's balance. And now the market's done. And a lot of people wait to take their required minimum distribution at the end of the year. Sometime in November, typically, a lot of folks are taking it. And if the market continues to go down, you're just selling off more of those units if you're heavy in the market, which is why we recommend having a smart, safe bucket. Because if you own two IRAs, remember- if you got money in safe principal protection, where we're going here, that money, you can take it all out of that bucket as long as it's IRA accounts. It's a little different if you own retirement accounts. We don't have time to get in there, but you got to take those in proportion to the money that's in that account. What's the last thing there, Mitchell, you want to share? We'll dive into here. What we're talking
2: Yeah. About. So uh, lastly, I would say because of the rising interest rates, banks are able to offer more attractive CD rates and CDs, by the way, are certificates of deposit. Uh, But you should know that the current interest rate environment has also made other safe money alternatives uh, more attractive as well. So yes, CDs are safe. And yes, uh, there are some pretty high rates out right now. But uh, there are other alternatives to that. You just have to know where to look and uh, what knowledge that you need to make an educated decision. And we are going to get into that right after this break. Uh, Dwight is going to lead us through bank CDs versus... Uh, other alternative assets. We'll be right back. At
1: 360 Capital Management, we know you've worked hard to earn your money and you've worked even harder to save it. When it comes to wealth management and planning for retirement, Dwight Majan is passionate about helping people protect and grow their wealth. Visit Retire360Show.com to schedule your free consultation today. It's a $1,500 value provided at no cost to you. Book yours now at Retire360Show.com. You're listening to Retire360 with Dwight mejan Now, back to the show. All right, we're back here at the Retire360 Show.
0: Uh, we've been talking about uh, smart, safe money, that, that portion of your portfolio uh, that is Completely protected uh, from risk. It's that principal safe money. Interest rates can't affect it like bonds. Uh, The market can't impact your principal. So, we're talking about places for safety. And that's where we've been getting a lot of calls. Where else can I go besides the banks? Um, We want to talk about bank CDs versus fixed indexed annuities. Uh, We want to talk about specifically the topic here is the financial reserve requirement of both. So, we want to help our listeners understand what happens to their money when they place their savings in bank CDs. So when you deposit money with a bank, including in a CD, the bank is only required to keep 10% of that money in their reserves. Uh, this is the federal, what's called the federal reserve requirement. While the remaining 90% of that money goes in to fund the bank operations, which includes loans that are made to other customers. So, um, they have a 10 percent basically reserve requirement. In comparison to that, when you look at an annuity, uh, the the highly rated insurance companies that issue fixed indexed annuities, this is another retirement tool for safe money protection. They're only required to they're required I'm sorry to keep 100 percent of the dollars that you give them in the reserve accounts. So a question to ask our listeners: Would you rather place? your hard-earned retirement savings with a bank that has a 10% reserve requirement or with a highly rated insurance company with a hundred percent reserve requirement. Okay. There's a big difference there, uh, on those two different institutions as far as what they're able to keep, uh, in their operations and what they have to set aside. So, so the other, what pa-
2: yeah, I've go got ahead. a question for you. So, uh, that makes sense. Uh, why would, cause I'm just thinking for myself, you know, as far as like where my where my money is, the asset uh, requirements that they're having, I think that's all good. But some of our listeners might be wondering: uh, Does a bank CD versus an insurance product? Do they have different tax implications? Or are they the yeah. same?
0: Yeah, no, it's a good question, Mitchell. Um, that's where we were going to go here next is talk about the tax implications. So when your money is in a bank CD, you're required to pay taxes each year on any interest that you earn. Now, of course here, we're talking about funds that you would invest that have already been taxed. We're not talking about if you have an IRA and taking out a CD um, you know, with the use of that IRA funds, that's still gonna be ordinary income. But we're talking about money that you have just sitting in cash right now, you're gonna have to uh, pay taxes on that interest each and every, every year. In comparison, a fixed indexed annuity Uh, your investment is tax-deferred, similar to the 401k, and you only pay taxes once you start to make withdrawals from that account. So a a fixed index annuity could offer you uh, some tax control because what a lot of people don't realize, the good news right now, there's kind of a good news, bad news of these higher rates that we're seeing in the banking sector. Some people today don't know how close they are To the impact on their tax return, something we talk about in our taxes class, but your Medicare is taxed up to 85% of your payments are subject to taxes. Some of you that are now shifting into these bank instruments, particularly if you don't need the income that it's generating, you're just investing in something to try to stay ahead of inflation, you could be creating higher taxable social security income. Some of you who are on the more affluent side could be jumping into higher Medicare premiums because all this ordinary uh, income, which is what this interest income is going to be on money markets, on CD accounts, that could thrust you into a higher bracket uh, for both taxes as well as higher costs for your Medicare. So you got to be careful just because there's a higher rate doesn't mean you're keeping all of that money. You could be creating a problem somewhere else on the tax return kind of a whole different subject matter we could dive into, but just be careful. I want people to understand that the annuity is tax deferred. The bank CD is taxable.
2: Yep. That's good stuff. Well, uh, next year, Dwight, let's hop into our next segment, which is uh, centered around being cautious with bank CDs. Uh, Those that were listening may have thought, well, yeah, it's a 10% reserve requirement, but it's not like a bank's going to fail, right? Well, uh, that's actually not true. In
0: 2023, there were quite a few bank failures. Do you want to tell us about the first one? Yeah, I think this just just, just fits in well with our segment here. You know, Silicon Valley Bank, uh, you don't have to rewind too far. Uh, Go back about six months. Uh, March 10th, Silicon Valley Bank, many of you remember this, uh, was the 16th largest bank in the United States at the time of its failure. It was also the largest bank by deposits in Silicon Valley. So that's just one. You got another one, Mitch.
2: Yep. So when the Silicon Valley Bank failed on March 10th, Signature Bank was a New York-based full-service commercial bank, which failed when customers were spooked by the sudden collapse of the Silicon Valley Bank. And they withdrew more than $10 billion
0: in deposits. Yeah. Sam's got a September little two. chart up on the, you know, for those of you that want to go back and rewind, look at the show, he's got a list of uh, a bunch of banks and the the date that they went under um, uh, there's a bunch of them listed there and, uh, you know, folks, I would just say, Hey, we're not out of the woods yet. Uh, we've got a lot of, um, c- particularly commercial real estate, uh, whose loans are coming due. And, um, uh, you know, who knows what's around the corner for the banking sector? You know, we, we don't have to point out that there's a lot of volatility right now, globally. Um, uh, you know, there's, there's regional wars, there's potentially wars. We hope not that are escalating. Um, so there's just lots to be cautious about. And that's our message here from our program to you, our listeners: is you just got to be cautious. Um, you know, bailouts. March sixteenth, eleven of the biggest banks in the country announced a thirty billion dollar bailout package for First Republic Bank, and that was in an effort to prevent the California-based bank from becoming the third bank to fail in less than a week. So we had other banks come to the rescue. You might wonder why, why would banks do that? We know the government's printing more money and keeps bailing people out. But I think it just speaks to the kind of the era that we're in—not just the bailout era—but we're so interconnected right now, not just globally. You know, the the markets are all globally connected, but the banking sector—you know—banks hold a lot of uh, each other's assets. You know, so if if a big bank goes out, it has a ripple effect and a tumbling effect on other banks. So that's why we're seeing more and more bailouts. That's why you know the collapsing. We're 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 glad it's kind of subsided a little bit, but. Uh, There's a lot of analysts who would tell you that we're not out of the woods yet. So historically, if you look at the 20 largest bank failures in U.S. history, uh, 10 of them happened between 2008 and 2010. And the collapses at Signature Valley uh, Bank and Signature Bank were the second and third largest bank failures in U.S. history. And I think that just brings us to the warning, Mitchell, that you want to share with our listeners.
2: Wow. Yeah, this is your uh, your warning. So if you guys uh, have more than $250,000 in any bank at any time, uh, you need to be aware uh, and make sure that your bank, first of all, has FDIC insurance. I would never bank at a bank that does not have FDIC insurance. What that does is it covers you in the amount of $250,000 or less. If you have more than that, you are not going to be covered uh, under the FDIC so the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, which is what FDIC uh, stands for, insures deposits of up to two hundred fifty thousand per depositor per insured bank. So again, do not hold more than two hundred fifty thousand dollars of deposits at one bank at, at any time.
0: Bank CDs uh, versus fixed index annuities. The other topic we want to address here is inflation protection. Let's talk about the differences for that for just a moment. So while bank CDs do offer some predictable returns. Many retirees, as they should be here, are looking for both protection and they want growth. This is because inflation has been eating away um, at Americans' buying power for the most most of the last four decades, uh, and has picked up in a bad way since 2020. So, just keep in mind that certificates, deposit, uh, they're short to medium term investments, uh, lower penalties, uh, annuities are some longer-term investments. Um, They pay higher interest, uh, typically the longer out you go. But there are, you know, there's two to three-year term annuities that match many CDs. You can get five-year products. There's some good ones out there as well for that. So I just encourage our listeners, if you want to know the differences right now between some of those products, um, you know, we'll be happy to address those with you. But the other thing is, um, you know, fixed-indexed annuities allow investors to track the performance of a stock market index. So it's giving the investor equity exposure, tracking an equity index, uh, without subjecting their hard-earned money to stock market risk. Some fixed indexed annuities even have attractive features like bonuses and guaranteed simple interest, uh, roll-up rates. So we might get, if we have time, we'll get into a, a specific topic or a product where we can give you some ideas of how that works.
2: Yeah. I couldn't, I can give them a visual, Dwight, before you hop into the next segment. So sure. for example, with the S&P that we used earlier, uh, we had a couple clients uh, throughout the year move to an insurance product uh, that has, S&P, uh, it has an S&P derivative in it, which means it derives its value from the S&P. Um, so what that looks like is their principal is protected, but they can capture up to, in this case, it was 13% of the gain. So let's just say you were in that in the beginning of the year the S&P went up 18% and now it went down 7%. So that's 11%. So if if this would have been the person's contract year would have ended, they would have locked in at that 11% because um, it didn't go above that 13. If it goes to 15, they just get 13. However, if the uh, S&P would go down before the end of the year, let's just say everything turns upside down and it tanks, Uh, where if they had their money in the market, they would have suffered a significant loss where now because their money was in that insurance product deriving from the S&P instead of actually being in the S&P, their principal would be protected up to $300,000 backed by the Guarantee Association. Just wanted to give a
0: visual of what that looked like before you. No, it's great. It's, uh, you know, the fact that you could take that gain and lock it in um, a share of Uh, an article real quick with you. Kiplinger's had an article out several years back where a researcher by the name of Jack Marion studied a thousand dollar investment on the S&P 500 from 1960 uh, to 2010. And he wanted to look at three different scenarios. He wanted to look at investing in in, in the S&P with no losses, but no dividends. I'm sorry, tracking the S&P, but with no dividends. That thousand dollars in 50 years would have been worth around 18 grand. In the second scenario, what he looked at is he studied the S&P with dividends, fully reinvested, and it was worth about 80,000. So instead of 1,000 to 18,000, it went from 1,000 to about 80 grand. And then in the third scenario, he took no dividends, but no losses. So the year where the market went down on the S&P, you didn't suffer losses, but you didn't get dividend participation. That $1,000 became $179,000. And the point of his whole article were losses matter and they matter huge in retirement. Okay. So building a smart, safe retirement plan with fixed index annuities, uh, fixed index annuities folks are insurance contracts. They provide a guaranteed income stream uh, for your retirement. But let me say this about that. A lot of folks listening now are thinking annuities are are income only. Um, Most people today who own annuities, whether they'd be fixed index, like we're talking about here, the smart, safe money, the majority of those contracts never become income for people. They're using them as deferred savings vehicles, just like they would a CD. So that money is accruing. They maintain control of the money. Um, it's just linked to certain indexes like the S&P 500. Uh, they're seen as an alternative to bank CDs or traditional bonds, and they provide a way for investors to protect retirement savings from volatility, as we've been talking about. Um, they're also designed to pro- to provide protection from market downturns while providing potential for growth. So the three main benefits of fixed-index annuities are protection from market volatility. That's number one. Um, you know, The fixed-index annuities provide protection from market volatility. Since the annuity is linked to the performance of an underlying index, like the S&P 500, for example, the income is not directly affected by short-term market fluctuations. This makes them an attractive option for investors who are looking for a steady stream of reliable income. The second feature and benefit would be tax-deferred growth. Tax-deferred growth means earnings on the annuity are not subject to taxes until you start to make withdrawals. Okay, And then the third benefit uh, would be the lifetime stream of income, but you have to elect to trigger that income. So don't worry about you know, breaking your budget, just enjoy that retirement income, and you can never out outlive it. So, uh, Dwight, I have a question for you yeah. on the
2: topic of uh, lifetime income streams. Uh, I know you hate doing this, but I'm going to ask you to toot your own horn here. Um, you, we had somebody come in the office just this past week who elected a pension uh, through a separate third party. They had a pension from a past employer or something. They already had it in force. They're receiving the income. And you did a, uh, a pension analysis, and you just want to share with the folks what you were able to do with them and how you changed their situation, even though they already started
0: it. Yep. What had happened, Mitchell, with this particular client, they'd been in, they took a lump sum option and, and, and they still had it available through the pension stream that they had. They actually had it in a variable account and they were guaranteed a, an income. They were taking income, it was $10,400 per year paid out. On both of their lives. That was the annual amount based on the lump sum of money that they put in seven years ago. They could surrender that lump sum today, even though they've been getting consistent income from it. I took that income amount that they could surrender and I ran a new pension quote for them on it. And That income went up about $900 a month. We were able to take it from $10,400 um, to 11,300 and some change. So it went up not quite a thousand dollars, uh, more for their payment, but just a, just a big difference. And it was just repricing the whole, uh, the whole scenario because we shopped it around through some other companies and they still maintain control moving forward with that lump sum of money. So is that, so
2: last question here, is that always the case? Do you always maintain control of the principal and every annuity
0: contract it, it's not true of every contract, Mitchell, and it's important our listeners understand that. That's the, the thing they need to make sure of is if they're looking to max out income, it's not always giving up control of using that lump sum of money during your lifetime. I mean, if you, if you go in and take money out of it and you set it up for lifetime income, they're going to adjust your payment if you go in to take more than what they're guaranteeing. But the, the ones that we use with, uh, with clients and people who are looking for lifetime income – 100% of the ones that we use our clients maintain complete control of that lump sum balance throughout their lifetime and when they pass away there's a um, a balance that's left in there if there is a balance left that transfers to their beneficiaries and we have a you know we have a free what we call an annuity x-ray for listeners who have questions on this or who are wondering you know my pension hasn't kept up some of you have pensions where you you forfeit the lump sum of money. So I just want to put a word of caution out there because somebody listening to this right now, this is just for you. You're ready to retire. You're retiring from the state and you're going to pick a pension option for income. Before you sign the line on that, pick up the phone and call us because we're going to shop it not just with the one company your employer is using. We're going to shop it with all companies. And Folks, here's the biggest difference. Just pay attention to what I'm telling you. This is going to save somebody a lot of money, and it's somebody maybe making a, a bad decision. If you take the option through your employer, mo- more oftentimes than not, you're electing a stream of income and that's it. There is no lump sum. So if you take it and you die, your spouse might get a receiving payment monthly, but there's no more lump sum money there. What we're going to show you is the opportunity to have this uh, uh, an income stream, but continue to remain and have control of that lump sum dollar. That's a huge distinction between the traditional pensions today that people are choosing and the opportunity to go outside the company and take a lump sum. You got to find out if your employer allows a lump sum, but I would tell you most of them do. Your employer may have the best option, okay? But you don't know that until you have a fiduciary like us run that analysis for you. And folks, this is math and science, right? This The numbers are not going to lie. We're going to show you in black and white. We're going to show you the differences and let you be the judge of whether your employer is offering the best pension or whether it can be beat out on the open market. And that's what we're going to look at.
2: Yeah, that's good. I just want to remind our listeners one more time uh, before the show concludes here that if you are in the Watagua or Avery County area and you would like to attend our class on taxes and retirement, that is not going to be until um, November 27th, which is a Monday. Uh, we are going to be doing that at App State we're going to do a 10 a.m. class at a 1 p.m. And that is going to be at App State University. If you'd like further information on that or if you would like to sign up, give us a call at 828-278-7814. If you have any questions on our show, anything we've talked about or uh, would like further information on Medicare, you can give us a call at that number or at our Pinehurst location, which is 910-235-0812.
0: Yep. Folks, I just want to thank everybody for tuning into this week's show. Uh, We'll be back next week. And when we do, I'm going to bring our listeners, because I know we're going to get some calls on this. I'm going to bring you a solution to a specific pension solution product next week. uh, I'm going to give you the name of the company. I'm going to talk a little bit about the specific product. I think it's one of the, the hottest products out there for someone who needs lifetime income. So I'm just teasing you a little bit with that. So tune in next week, same time, Um, same channel. And we'll get into that next week. Uh, But until then, I hope everybody has a great weekend. And thanks for
1: sharing some of your weekend with us. Have a great week, everyone! Thanks for listening to Retire 360. You deserve to work with an experienced and licensed expert who will strategically work to protect and grow your hard-earned assets. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation with Dwight, visit retire360show.com or pick up the phone and call 910-235-0812. That's 910-235-0812.
0: Fixed annuities, including multi-year guaranteed rate annuities, are not designed for short-term investments and may be subject to restrictions, fees, and surrender charges, as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuer.
1: At 360 Capital Management, we know you've worked hard to earn your money, and you've worked even harder to save it. When it comes to wealth management and planning for retirement, Dwight Majan is passionate about helping people protect and grow their wealth. Visit retire360show.com to schedule your free consultation today. It's a $1,500 value provided at no cost to you. Book yours now at retire360show.com.